0: Coming up on the Seventy Percent Podcast, you're one of my favorite mentors and oh, people of wisdom wow. that I seek guidance. I mean, that, from. that's
1: quite an accolade. I mean, wow! I just assumed you were a good girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, when I become president of the United States of America, good. I would love to have you on my team. Okay, all if right, I'm
1: still here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 2024. It, this is <laughs> no. going
1: to take a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People of age like myself, you'll see one another and somebody will go, yeah, well, I told you, country's going to hell in a handbasket mm-hmm. awfully fast. Yeah. But yeah. That, when do you it. think
0: that switch? Do you think that which era? Is that like the Clinton era, the Carter era, the... The 70% Podcast with your host, Amy Alexander and Mike Sewell. Me right away. Hello everybody, this is Amy Alexander, the 70% Podcast, and I have a special guest today. Mike is actually out ill, and so I have a special guest today. Uh, we're calling her Lee today okay (laughs) she's actually a very good friend of mine and uh, a very very smart woman has um, some experiences that uh, I, I just love listening to her talk and and we talk a lot about politics and the state of the current state of our world and our where things were in the past and and things like that so hi Lee how are you doing just fine thank you
1: Beautiful day.
0: It is. We're in the back of the the. We're in the break area outside at the studio, so just a little too nice to be in the studio today. So we're doing this from outside. It's gorgeous.
1: It is gorgeous. I love it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like seventy five degrees. A little breezy. Breezy. Perfect. Great. Perfect. My asthma weather.
1: can breathe. It's yeah. wonderful. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I know you do have a hard time with that, which. It's yeah. just with the humidity and stuff. You yes. said that. it's Yeah. I can't even imagine. But
1: Not good. No. But um, you learn how to survive. Mm-hmm. That is wholly, I would say, the name of the game.
0: Yeah. Survival.
1: Oh, for sure. Because it's been going on for 30 years. I never got it. I became asthmatic until I was 50 years of age. In 30 years, I've now made it up to 80. So I'm still going
0: <laughs> yes very much so. you are one of the sparkiest uh, quick-witted um, ah. what a bunch of other positive words little woman that I know you're yeah thank so, you. you're welcome you're welcome I mean it I don't, I don't know if it's true but thank you <laughs> <laughs> it is it is no you and I have been friends since you were um, we started what three how long has it been? Um, Three or four years? No,
1: between five and six. Oh, wow. About five, at least. Yeah, so I sold some property for you, and yes, yes,
0: we've been friends ever since, so. Very good job. Yeah, oh, thank you. Um, (laughs) So, what is your, you know, not to just dive right into it, but I don't want to, you know, take up all of your time today, but did want to have a chat with you just to, you know, get some uh, continue a conversation we had the other day when we were out for dinner um, about you know your take on the state of the union, so to speak, and what's going on now, and some of the experience. I know you just got uh, um, done with COVID, um, you had right. COVID, you're still experiencing some, but
1: but you've that's not the first the first pandemic you've survived, right? So I've, I've gotten um, two others from the um, country of. China. And um, the first one was their avian, their bird flu, and then quite a few years later uh, was when their swine flu came around to our country. Okay. That was very bad. How was
0: it different back then as far as how it was handled and the communication and things like that?
1: Back then, it was handled extremely well by people in the medical. Positions, mm-hmm. you know, doctors, all such as that. But which was handled very well because they seemed to know what they were doing and what to give us, what to do with us. Um, they did things like um, put us in certain rooms of our homes and kept us isolated right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, so much of that was not done now. Now, with this pandemic, type of thing that we have now, which I could not become vaccinated for because of the asthma. Mm -hmm. Um, To my idea and way of thinking is, you cannot have people in government that know absolutely nothing about medical running a pandemic, Mm -hmm. so to speak. uh, What I would say, running the show, telling people Mm -hmm. what to do, um, how to operate, what should be done that doesn't work. Right. It really doesn't.
0: Um, so Dr. Fauci being a part of that is supposedly our medical representation. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like he's handled it?
1: The now, way- now, I feel not well. That's mm-hmm. my opinion. I don't feel that it's been handled well from the very beginning of this. Mm-hmm. Um, we had so much to learn. I think may- maybe I feel... Um, We were on the right track when the president was Donald Trump because he said, let's get going on the vaccines. Mm -hmm. He didn't tell them exactly what to do or how to do it, but he said, medical people, let's get going on this Mm -hmm. and see what we can do. So after that transpired, then as we got into this other, um, uh, how how should I put it, Um, group of people is what I'll say, um, that no medical, but even though Dr. Fauci is medical, I felt that it was not looked at well at all, Mm -hmm. not handled well at all, and really did not know what they were doing. Yeah. That's how I feel. Because um, not being able to take the vaccines, mostly because of the asthma, um, I literally went into hiding for over two years. mm -hmm. Um, you know, not going anywhere, going to a drive-in at the bank, going to drive-in for iced coffee at McDonald's, mm-hmm. doing those type of things. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that that was about all I could handle, did not see a lot of friends or people, you know, such as that. But to me, it just seems the last two years um, we got into a bad situation And we're still not out of it. And it's like it keeps coming at us more and more and Mm -hmm. more. And I, like a lot of other people, especially I should probably say people who are a little older like me, there's so much of this that we're not comprehending, but we're also not believing. Mm -hmm. Okay. We keep wondering, why can't we believe this? Well, there's so many questions out there right now, and it's really very irksome that we're to me, and a lot of other people, we're not getting the right answers.
0: Okay. So what, When uh, back in the bird flu days, what decade was that?
1: That was actually in 1959. Okay. And did you get bird flu? Or Yes, okay. I got bird flu. And how sick did that make you? Um, quite sick. I was home. I happened to be a senior in high school the second semester, which was hard because preparing preparing for going on oh, editor of the annual so many things to do and I was so sick confined to my mm-hmm. home and my bedroom quite sick it took quite a while um, they didn't have a lot for us at that time and I, I don't really remember if I even really got to take anything like medication but somehow we got through that I don't think it was as rampant but then quite a few years later I just into the 70s when the swine flu came, that was very bad, really bad. And
0: where did, how did that start? Like, where did, you said that originated from China as well? From China as well. Okay. Yes,
1: both of those. And now I believe this last one also. Yes. Um, The problem is, since it was that long ago, I'm not, I've not, I know I've heard things about how that came about, um, you know, from two people, but um, I do know that there were many, many of us in this country that were extremely sick, taken care of by medical people, confined to a certain areas of an, in our home. Matter of fact, none of my family in the home got it; only me. But I was delirious for the first two days, and then it went on. And after I started getting over it, it took me over four months' time. To fully get over it, and that probably was due to the fact that I was as young as I was, because mm-hmm. the younger you are to get something, if you're in basically uh, good health, mm-hmm. um, you can, I should say, stand it. Right, is what I'm your t- saying. Your, your body, tolerance is a your little bit. Your body gets that that edge. It has that edge that it can take this on. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this last one. Now, it's only this been about bed, a month of, um, or so,
0: hasn't it, or two uh, months? It's just
1: over, just over two months. Mm-hmm. And you're still feeling tired? and The fatigue is still so bad. I can only stay up so, so much time, and then it's still back to bed. And they told me that um, at the hospital, that that's how it would react. Mm-hmm. I couldn't taste and couldn't smell until just this week. I finally smelled the coffee and tasted an orange. <laughs> so I hope it's all coming so back. So you're coming out of that, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that this is mm-hmm. starting, you know. Right, right. So, but in the
0: moral of the story is, well, part one of them is that just because you're over the age of 65 and you get COVID doesn't mean you're going to die. The way that they, you know, and, and right. you, you're not... Um, you know, connected to social media and stuff as much as other people are, but yes yeah. right I'm not and
1: um, I, because I chose I chose right. it that way That's how I choose right,
0: right, and so there are a lot of stories out there, but basically, to me, I feel like they are um, using the media to sensationalize the negative effects of it.
1: Most, so that, you know,
0: oh my gosh, I'm, like, if you're not vaccinated, then, and right. you go to visit your grandma, then... you kill your grandma.
1: Oh my, I mean, they actually said these words, mm-hmm. you're going to kill your grandma. Well, how much worse can it get to scare people? Right. I mean, some of these words and things that came out mm-hmm. were, to me, I mean, these people ought to have been locked away and threw away the keys. I mean, they, right. this this type of rhetoric... It's just not something that we really want to hear in this country.
0: Right. How was it back in the late 50s and 70s when, I mean, we didn't have Internet where it's, right. you know, just went, things went viral and all of a sudden bad news, whether it's true or not true, right. is... Um, you did
1: you did listen, listen to um, news reports, um, you know, TV and, mm-hmm. and radio, um, but what was then where they were news reports. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Peer news reports. Journalism. Right. Peer journalism. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, it's um, people on TV that are... Uh, they're either for one side they're, or they're the just, other. They're not journalists. Right. They're, they're on a show. They're giving out all this type of uh, rhetoric that I believe and a lot of other people believe. And, and it's so swamped what the problem is. You know, the problem needed some solving, yes, but this problem grew way, way beyond our comprehension, and that was the problem. But but the thing was, um, people were not listening at all to anything. Mm -hmm. They just wouldn't. We we have a lot of people, young people in this country that won't listen to anything because they're immune to everything. You know, they're, oh, I'm not going to get that. Oh, I never get a cold, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that type of thinking. Mm-hmm. And listening to the rhetoric that was out there, I think yeah. that's what really did us in a lot.
0: Right. I agree, because at first it was only target, you know, it's like they were only worried about the elderly. elderly and, right. the you know, so then a lot of the, you know, younger generations and stuff were like, oh, yeah, it's not going to affect me. Yeah. Not thinking about how this invisible thing can go
1: from person to person, you know. It travels like fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was in a grocery store, and there were so many people in there. I was trying to turn around and get out of there. But I had a little old lady behind me with a large cart, and she would not, she just would not move. Mm-hmm. And there were so many people milling around. People brushed against me, and all of a sudden there was a lady that kind of came forward about five, six feet, this is how I got COVID. And she started coughing all over me. Just coughing all over me. Not moving. I mean, I'm talking nicely to her, and in mm-hmm. the end, I'm yelling at her. Yeah. And I'm not a yeller. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't help it. And she finally fell to the floor, and I finally. She got, fell
0: to the floor, so she was that bad. She was that bad. Oh. She was down on her what knees. What is she doing
1: in the store? I have no idea. She needed something, I suppose. Yeah. You don't know what's in people's minds. Yeah, that's true. But that's three
0: days later. Oof! There, you there, are, I started. I there, I am. Yeah, yeah. And they don't put the you know once they took the you know mandatory um, stuff out of the equation, you don't walk into a store and see a hand sanitizer. I'm not all. I'm not saying all of them took them right. away, but you don't see the hand sanitizer and all that other stuff. Um, just. Available to you all the time. But I think most people are carrying it with them. If because
1: they... this went so viral mm-hmm. and and the the government people did not really step on it. They didn't, they didn't even step over it. They, um, the idea of masks became a joke. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Masks would have been the whole saving of this country they really would have not cloth ones because you can sneeze through and wet and you know that right. type of thing but the other the other safer ones but by them not really stepping on this and like a lot of us we keep wondering did they really want to right yeah, instead
0: of spending you know two point three trillion dollars on whatever, why right. didn't they just send every single household a case of masks when it first hit? And that would have been a very a good case idea. of toilet paper, and you know, right. and plus he could have probably brought you you know United States Postal Service back in the black with <laughs> if you use yeah. your own methods of shipping. Yeah. Um, but they just didn't do that. They decided to throw the money at other things, right. and um, there were
1: there were too many people that should not. Uh, been allowed to make decisions. Mm -hmm. And this idea of taking all the kids out of school, um, maybe high school kids because they were a little bit older, but not really, but younger children and real little children and denying them school and classes because the teachers said, we're not teaching. Mm -hmm. And they got away with it, and the government said, okay. We'll still pay you anyway Um on... We'll do it the other way, right? And wh- what do you think? Uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten-year-olds going to learn by that? Nothing. Yeah,
0: there are a lot of. I think the statistics are finally coming out about how um, how much how much of a negative impact it had on the education of our youth of our younger generations. Right and they now. will not
1: get it back. Believe me, mm-hmm. they they won't no. because that that. Those first, first years, just like the first five years in a child's life, what you do physically for them and everything else tends to how they go on in life in those first few short years in school. Mm-hmm. What they've mastered tends what's going to happen when they are a 16-year-old and mm-hmm. a 20-year-old. What are they really going to, what is their brain really going to do? Right,
0: right. There really was no option for... Focusing on something, not knowing Correct. where it's going to end up. Correct. So, yeah, I know I have a nephew that didn't, I mean, he graduated, but he didn't get to go through the graduation process, and then mm-hmm. his um, his plans were deterred or basically canceled because of, um, but he's, uh, you know, he got through it, Snag. Now he's hopefully um, going to be going back to school and, We'll See, yeah. but it, I think it did affect a lot of kids, a lot of kids. Yeah. So
1: that, that's what I think really, um, really, kind of affects me, and a lot of older people. We always seen to it that our children went to school. We seen to that they learned. Mm-hmm. We wanted them to go on. Our generation always wanted our next generation. You do better than we did, mm-hmm. and then that does better than they did. Right. But because this, the wisdom
0: is supposed to carry on. Right. Supposed right. to. Supposed to.
1: Yeah. But it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, not, not now. Not I mean, that, now. That, the criteria just was not there. The criteria was put down by uh, a certain segment of society to my idea and a lot of other people's ideas was not supposed to have a say in this. You do you do not have a say in this in educating children. When you say I'm not gonna go in school and be in school and most of these kids aren't and parents have no idea what to do with this lesson over airwaves we'll say. What do you do? Mm-hmm. I mean that's just that's just not an old fashioned world which is copacetic. It's mm-hmm. not. I mean that should never ever have been allowed. You are paid, whether you're in that schoolroom or not. You get all your benefits, all your everything. Mm-hmm. Who who gets that? Most people lost their jobs. They lost everything with this, with with COVID, and, with the COVID. Yeah. But a certain segment of society did not. Now you've got a lot of people really wondering about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely um
0: definitely so you mentioned uh the old-fashioned way and I know if people are listening and they hear old-fashioned they're probably you know but what is I don't want to say old school but like the the traditional way of um schooling um did you like there was no internet or anything back then but if were you homeschooled when you were sick or did you how did you catch up when you were out
1: for so long um Many times most of us at that at that time and space um, there were very few mm-hmm. kids I had one that was a very good friend who were only children so we had brothers and sisters mm-hmm. so guess what they brought home to their sick brother or sister oh your homework yeah you bet. <laughs> I mean we didn't get we didn't really get away with that mm-hmm. we we had to make up because that was part of our learning in that grade. Mm-hmm. And that teacher wanted that learning to continue. Right. If it didn't continue, uh, they felt you were screwed. I mean, they don't know They this don't just now. pass you
0: and take no. you to the next. You would, no. you would have had to stay behind. No.
1: They've done that a lot in mm-hmm. the last few short years, um, passing people. A friend of mine, her son did not hand everything in in high school, and she had a... Conversation with the teacher, and if he doesn't do that, he's not going to graduate. <laughs> he graduated. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, I yes, there are a lot of
1: um, what do we call I it? I mean, and that it's participation that, that's trophies. A fact. Yeah, that's a fact mm-hmm. because I know the mm-hmm. people. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, there are a lot of people. I mean, just even in drivers' ed, my nephew um, he did not have to. He just had to take the written test. He didn't even. I think, right, or did not the driving, t- one of them, there, there's something that didn't, I think it was the driving part, he didn't,
1: didn't have, have to take, that.
0: yeah are you kidding me, or is it that, oh no, now I better double check that, because that's, I,
1: I mean, double check, well either one, I don't care, yeah, I mean, the written one is, well, the ri- is well, important the, mm-hmm,
0: too, mm-hmm. yeah, the written is important too, but he got his license, and I'll have to double check on that, but there was one or the other of the, thi- like, that it did not it, have it, to it, go through, yeah, wow, So, um, yeah, I I don't,
1: I got, I got my, um, driver's license in Milwaukee when moved down there for some, you know, jobs and schooling and different, different things. And, um, well, I tell you, you, they didn't miss a beat at that time. Right. I mean, that was, you know, in the sixties and this was, um, what was the first car that you owned that I owned or that you drove like your car to drive around? Uh, I don't even remember, honestly. Okay. There's been a lot of cars, uh, really a lot of cars that both my family and I had. Mm -hmm. And I can't quite remember the first one. (gasps) I know. If I say that and the person ever hears this, they'll know who I am. (laughs) No. Okay. It was a Chevy Impala hardtop. Okay. A hardtop. Robins egg blue. When all the windows were down, there was nothing there. So that was a hard top. All right, quite the car.
0: That has a nice engine in it, did not it? Hmm? Didn't that have a pretty nice engine in it? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This was no little. Yeah. This was no little car.
0: <laughs> yeah, back when they were making yeah, cars. Cars. <laughs> Ours, out of ours. metal <laughs> and steel <laughs> and actual moving parts and things well yeah. not that they don't have moving parts now but yeah uh,
1: so yes I yeah I do yes so you've of course, been, when I was mm-hmm. 12 I drove my uncle's car out on the farm because there were 600 acres and trails and that's how that's how we learned and Fourteen. I was out on the road, and times were a little different then. Mm-hmm. Um, times were not simple. They were respectful. Okay. And you know there was the law. The law was the law, and you went by that, and you did did the best that you could. And um, you know, which ju- mm-hmm. it, it, it was a it was a really. Uh, good time because I always say we played hard. We, we, I'm sorry, I got it backwards. We worked hard and then we played hard. Mm-hmm. Play was then our, you know, what we were given for working hard. Right. So we, I would say, did not mind the work. If you had a job to do, you did the job. And then you got rewarded for it. And got rewarded. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: So, um, what was the attitude back then, like, about America, and maybe more politically speaking as far as attitude, was there the division that we have today between the Republicans and the Democrats, and there seems to be, I mean, more people against the government than for the government, or... um No,
1: nothing like that at all. Matter of fact, um, when we voted, we voted for the candidate of our choice. We didn't necessarily... Vote party. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been a Republican for a long time, but if there was a Democrat or Green Party or no party or whatever, somebody that I felt going for that office that I felt would do the job, mm-hmm. that's who I voted for. And that's what you did. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, was, that was the transition. And the people in government were, um, I'm not going to say the word tolerant of that, but I, I think what they were was, okay, this is how it should be. Uh, this is a free country. People have the right to vote for whoever they want, and that's mm-hmm. what we did. We, we, we weren't, um, I don't want to just say the word disqualified for voting for somebody that we wanted, but nowadays you're you, you, you are treated like a piranha for if you have an idea about something or you don't like something. Do you know what I'm saying? That's the difference. Mm -hmm. And the police were wonderful people. Um, Really wonderful people. I mean, they gave everybody a chance. Mm -hmm. You know, um, okay, do you think you had too much to drink, sir? Yeah, I did. Okay, you're going home. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. now it's... But, I mean, I, um, at the age of 14, was almost kidnapped at that time. (laughs) And... I knew what to do because I had three brothers and the four McBride brothers across the street, and when I got away from him and his buddy, got him hauled into the car and took off, and I got to my friend's house. The police came and took down whatever they could take down from me. You mm-hmm. know, any what colors the car, what you know, it it was. They actually listened, mm-hmm. so. I had gone to my friend's house to do a school project. And his thing was, after getting everything done, um, she called her older brother home with his friend who were uh, between 18 and 19 years old and came and talked to the police officer. And he asked me, he said, um, this is how our police uh, interacted with us as kids. Mm-hmm. I'm 14 years old. They could be all over me like they are nowadays. They'd be right on top of you and almost, you know, feeling, is he ready? Oh. Um, They talked with him, and they said they would see that I got home. Mm -hmm. And he asked me, he said, if you're not okay with that, I will come back, get you, and bring you home in the cop car. And I thought, I don't want my family seeing that one. (laughs) I know, okay, the boys can take me home. Mm -hmm. But lo and behold, it was school day of course the next day it was fall and when I got home from school that day my mother said young lady sit down I need to talk to you she said the police came this morning and told us what happened so we got you know we got we got through that mm-hmm. um, politely and nicely mm-hmm. um, the feeling in the country is now um, go after the police defund the police and what A horrendous idea that is so out of realm of acting as people, but acting as citizens. Mm -hmm. That's not how citizens should act. We got the police for a reason, Mm -hmm. and now we're undoing all that. Right.
0: And of course, there are, you know, and I don't want to use such an old cliche about bad apples, but... You know, we have a tendency, I believe, anyway, to generalize about you know police. One, one or two police officers do something bad, so now police are bad. You right. know, one or two. Uh, you know, this type of everything is categorized so that if you're doing, if you do something bad, you're in that category, right. and then all the all the people in that category are bad,
1: right? And, because now mm-hmm. all the people that have a mental health problem. Are really bad because they're all categorized as the ones that are doing all the shootings. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily so, but they're put in that category. That's what we've done, and and that is so. It it just it doesn't follow correct. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: yeah. Do you feel like there's a lot more mental illness now?
1: Well. I guess my thing with mental illness is a whole nother ball game of thinking as to what a lot of other people think um, if if young boy in a classroom in grade school oh he was termed hippie happy and worse and give him some drugs and slow him down but it, it's not it's just not um, when we when we gave when the lobbyists came along for the insurance companies, medical insurance companies, and took away that if if a kid reached the age of eighteen, whether he 's still in school or not in school, um, and he was not going on to school or doing anything, he was taken off the parents insurance mm-hmm. that 's what the insurance companies lobbied for then This is quite a while ago they, they did a great job of it. Mm-hmm. And so many of these kids maybe were having problems. So who was there to stick up for them and to see that they got some kind of help? Right. I mean, that help was gone. I still keep trying to figure out between the ages of 18 and 21, what did we really do to these people and really give them? And all one of the worst things I've come up with, you've given the right of an 18-year-old to buy any kind of a, a weapon he wants. Mm-hmm. Why? Why did you? Why was that done?
0: Because that's the age of adulthood, I guess.
1: But not really. They still can't really go out and just buy and do whatever they want other things that still takes many times up to the age of 21. Mm-hmm. To do so things. this whole this whole echo of 18-19-20 in there is so screwed up, it's terrible. And so so many people that had problems in those age groups were not Getting the help that they needed. Mm-hmm. That's that's what happened wrong with this government. This this idea of, and then all of a sudden, oh, they're the they're the wrongdoing of our whole atmosphere here oh, right. in the U.S. Well, you stupid idiots, you're the one that did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you declared certain things to be because what? Because you were the government, right? I mean, we're we're. To are me, you saying are like, so far mm-hmm. off being, um, you know, we, we used to have black and white mm-hmm. and a big section in between, and we had this little teeny gray area in between. Mm-hmm. Now the gray area on everything is way wide out there.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's
1: so changed.
0: Yeah. So do you have any, um, when, when? Oh, when we're talking about lobbyists and the insurance industry and all that other stuff, do you feel like we are throwing medicine at things more so than getting at the root of the problem and just medicating people through their
1: lives, or...? Um, some. Some? Yes. Some some we are. But, but so many of those um, things are just... So pushed to the wayside mm-hmm. so we're we're not in any kind of balance with that, right say as, as to get giving medical help or not getting medical help mm-hmm. i mean that that's just not the
0: yeah do you think that it, something like universal health care or whatever national um,
1: socialism is,
0: yeah, if that is the answer to help people no. more
1: No, no, I do not. Because um, you're you're ending up putting people on lists. Oh, you need more help than that person. Who says? Mm-hmm. Who says that that person needs more help than that person? How long do you have to wait for
0: a hip? Uh, ultimately, it's whoever can grease the palms of the person that...
1: Exactly. Which... If you have the money, you're going to get everything and anything you want. Mm-hmm. And most people do not have that kind of money. So to, then
0: that's really not true socialism anyway.
1: N- not really, but I, I know a person in her 20s, from, came from Germany, married a service person, and um, she wants it here in the U.S. like it was there in Germany.
0: Want socialism? Mm-hmm. Because? She just
1: figures that it worked good. Okay. A lot of people do. Well, I think a lot of people um, in Europe do feel that it works good. Um, I don't who think, am I to say. I can't I say think. whether it does wholeheartedly, but here in the United States, I don't. I don't think it's something that would work very well. I don't think so. We we're, we're, we we are a different breed of people here in the United States. Mm-hmm. How how we look at things, how we work, how we make our money, than say people in Europe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you think that stems from our uh, our founding, our independence, and and I know there are a lot of people that you know when it came to the vaccination, it's like you know I'm not get I'm not getting a jab, and you know um, that they want to have more choices, and the more and I agree, the more laws you make, the less freedom it right. you have.
1: Right. Um,
0: but there's got there. Where is that balance? Um, I don't know. I know we're very out of balance now. Um, in a lot of respects, just in like the First Amendment, freedom of speech, they're taking a lot of things down that if you argue with anything that um, is against what the government and other powers are trying to convince you is the truth, then um, you get, shot. Ch- and we had, we had a show about um, COVID out when it, f- and we got pulled down. Mm-hmm. We, when we weren't even talking about, we weren't even giving me- medical advice. We were just, you know, here's our experience and all that other stuff. Um, so I think in that respect, a lot of the, there's quite a bit of overreach there. Um, but people in Europe, you know, you, you've you got people that want socialism, that they've never even lived in a different country that experience, you know, that has a socialistic economy or, um And he's, you know, I mean, geez, go live in China or, you know, Russia Mm -hmm. or something and then come back and say that capitalism is crap. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Uh, I don't think that we are, we're too independent of people. We, socialism, the only way socialism would work um, fluidly is if everybody conforms.
1: Well, I I I don't really know how we're going to do that or accomplish that because um people people in this country are not what I call long-term people like you know some of my people were maybe here closer to 200 years and some of these people are their parents came here and now they're just born here 10 years ago and mm-hmm. so you know you you have a whole different outlook and and what's being taught in schools now uh, on history is not correct I mean they they don't know history and and a lot of them the way they talk and act it's like well, the founding fathers of America are not good people because they they're, were sl- they're not yeah. good people
0: well, they were slave owners, so that makes them not good. but people don't recognize that in that era that was common everywhere, not just in the United states
1: well I- People that want to be called an African American, I, I, I always kind of question it because Africa, is a country that sold its people all over the world as slaves, mm-hmm. and I think, why would you want to, what maybe be associated with right. that?
0: Yeah, people don't think of that end of it. I mean, right? That you're, you know, you just uh, there's a lot of negativity, of course, toward people that had the slaves, but they. Somebody had to sell them.
1: You right, know, and-, and Eli Whitney did not get the cotton gin thing going fast enough. If he'd accomplished that more, we would not have needed as many people as were needed, which, you know, in a lot of ways was a shame. I mm-hmm. mean, that was um, something. We did need the people because cotton was big here right. in the U.S. Right. And, um, But, you know, it's just... It's the same thing. Not everybody was bad. Not every plantation owner was bad to the the people that they they, they had for workers. Mm-hmm. Like you say, there's always a few bad apples, and then all of a sudden, everybody's bad. Right. Everybody did this. Everybody. Right. You know.
0: And we spend so much time focusing on the bad things of the past that we're not even recognizing. It's like, okay, well, you know. I'm not how I'm not gonna apologize. I'm sorry that I'm um, a white girl from the Midwest, mm-hmm. and I. But my family never had slaves or any, no. you know, and no. so we all get put in these buckets where that category. Um, mm-hmm,
1: they that, made a big category of it. Yep,
0: and so um, you know, just because of that, and I, th- I, I, there are a lot of people that have a negative attitude towards our um constitution oh, um i gosh. think if we just took the word men out and put they or them or whatever we'd probably person. solve a lot of person <laughs> yes every person you know and a lot of people are like oh well you know did you know that uh black people were only three quarters of a person and i'm like yeah but we changed that now so what's your beef
1: well that that that's what i think has ha- happened here so much they take things from a long time ago. No, don't forget. Do you think Holocaust people forget? No. But they've had to accept, and because they're here and living, and make a life. Mm-hmm. So that is what has to be learned in this country. Yes, there are things that happened a long time ago or something. Um, the poor person that died, but, you know, with the officer's knee on his neck, and I'm not saying names... But in the end, you worked at it, and that person that did that and caused that death is now incarcerated for the rest of his life. So, no, you don't have to be happy about that, but you have to accept that. Right, but you have to quit
0: hating all of the police and all of the white people and all of the...
1: Right, because certain few police officers did something, oh, now we're not going to have a police force. Well, you know... Maybe the whole police force in the U.S. should take exactly one whole day off. See how that works out. One whole day off, 24 hours, and have no police presence out there in the U.S. anywhere. What do you think people are going to say then?
0: Yeah, that would be chaos, I think.
1: (laughs) Yes, just a little bit of chaos. Terrible chaos. (laughs) And they'd be screaming to. Mm-hmm. Instead of defunding the police, it's right. I think we better pay them more.
0: yeah well, I, there are a lot of other things out there that could be defunded very well, you know yes,
1: I, but I, um, I, I do agree Amy I, yeah I, I agree with that. yeah I, I mean there are so many things I don't like and then there are things that I have to stop and think, okay, I really do like this. I'm living, I'm breathing, I'm existing. I, I'm I'm doing things. I'm I'm thankful for that, and and I don't think enough people have that attitude. Mm-hmm. It, it's drummed into them nowadays by the media. Right from the time you were little on that, oh, you're not okay. This country's not okay, and you're never going to be okay. So what the hell, you know? Mm-hmm. Why it, should you conform to anything?
0: Right. Well, you can. You what can, an
1: attitude, right?
0: Well, yeah, right. You can control people when they're scared, though. Hmm? You can control people when they're afraid.
1: That's right. Fear. Mm-hmm. Fear. Nazis did mm-hmm. that.
0: Fear. Yeah. Do you, in the whole, like, say, 60 years of television, do you feel like things have gotten, you, you mentioned the news earlier and how news or journalists are not journalists anymore. They're basically telling their own story from their perspective or whatever right. somebody puts in front of them right. to read. Um I've always felt like the reason that television programs are called programs is because, for a reason, um, because they, did, you know, you have these commercials that constantly come on TV and you have these movies that have these certain attitudes about certain people. And um, do, you, do you think that television has played a big part in shaping the the way we are now as a society?
1: Definitely. Yeah? Most definitely. Um it started out, it, it actually started out, it was a good thing. We had a lot of good programs. We had a lot of good people on, news people that, you know, people really liked and things. But um, once we got such a division of, um, see, to me, I, I'm a Republican because Republicans believe in work. Well, to me, Democrats believe in putting the hand out to me so I get your vote or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this somehow. Right. I'm going to get your vote, and that's a very good way of doing it, and so many people fall for that. And that's where the division started. And it really wasn't that many years ago, really. Um, You know, things went along, and all of a sudden, into the 80s, uh, there were these, like, whispers going around, things... Happening? Um, oh, gee, so and so in Congress or the senator or oh my goodness, uh, no, that's not the way we want this to happen. And uh, to my idea, uh, um, um, well, probably like myself, um, Republicans are not people that get out there and scream and holler and yell and and. Name call. Put names on other people. Democrats are mm-hmm. extremely good at this, I find. Um, we had um, the first black president in mm-hmm. the United States. Okay. Uh, and he was in there with Biden. Eight hey, years. Well, at the end of his reign as being president, he was on national TV of the speech. Um, I watch everybody. I want to hear what they're going to say. He said something that I almost fell off my chair. Well, we all know that if you are white and you're a Republican, you are a white supremacist. Well, that just, where did you ever come up with that?
0: That's, again, generalizing and categorizing. There you go. And creating division. You're putting me
1: in a certain light, in a certain way, and how dare you? Mm -hmm. But you dared, and you got away with it. I'm going to. No, you're fine. I will be getting phone calls if somebody ever hears this. <laughs> my daughter gets on a lot of stuff. So that, I mean, that that was, you know, that was mm-hmm. that was the thing. I mean, how dare you label me? Now, how can I fight that back? How can I possibly fight that back, mm-hmm. saying I'm not a white supremacist? I had, I abhorred the. January 6th what happened? I mean, why is a decent, law-abiding, good citizen, hopefully a good person, think that that was okay? I mean, but you've labeled everybody else that...
0: Because you're, if you're not on their side, then you're on the wrong side. There and you then, go. And I think they're both side. There are some extreme on the right that, you know, I've got some people that, you know, every time they talk about a democrat, they have a nasty nickname for them which I don't feel like is
1: No, I don't name you, call.
0: you know, and it's just nothing but, you know, being called a deplorable and be you know and and now and now it's like okay, you're going to call us all these names cuz I'm I'm more cons- I'm I I think I'm more central with conservative leanings in the fiscal area and some other things. Um but you know, I voted Republican um, the last probably three elections, maybe. Um, and yeah, so I'm generalized into that category, and um, apparently I'm this bad person, and I'm the reason that the world is all effed up because I you know I'm that one vote that helped bring Trump into right. office, and um, right yeah, yeah.
1: but but would the Democrats? ever concede that even though while he was still out there putting his name and is out there with other candidates that he's going to be a candidate what they started doing what they put out on the airwaves about this man what they did about this man and it kept on all 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 through the election all through everything and once he was in office it just continued and everything
0: yeah I don't what I don't understand is how in 2016 the Democrats were so adamant about the election being a fraud and cheating and whatever, and there's no way that he won. But then you move to <laughs> two, 2020, and we've got the most secure elections we've ever had. Uh-huh. And, we, and there's no way there is any cheating. And even though there is so much evidence, and people are like, oh, it's getting thrown out of court. Well, yeah, it's getting thrown out by liberal judges. That's right. Because they're all...
1: Right. Yeah. Because- and so and so much of this was just um, secretly carted away. Mm-hmm. When they found what was happening with ballot boxes boxes, or, or what are these things? Listening to the radio the other day, I think it was down south, Georgia, there are still some like ballot boxes and things sitting out there, and there's not supposed to be at all. Not that people are putting any ballot in them, uh, uh, right. but those things are supposed to be put away. right. And so much of this stuff is not done according to how it's supposed to be done. I mean, it's just like, right? Well, well some oh, law, now we're yeah. gonna now we're gonna have to get somebody down in Georgia and find those and hurry up and put them away. Wow! Right, idiot. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: yeah, there wasn't any. Um, there, uh, there's just there's. Even if there's not enough evidence to completely change or disqualify the election or whatever, the D word. Mm -hmm. um, As a citizen of the United States of America, no matter what side you're on or who won, wouldn't you want to know? Like, I would want to, I want to be aware of, even if it was the Republican side that won, and then there was a question about cheating, I'd be like, yeah, I want to know.
1: But, Amy, it's called fair play, and with the Democrats in office now and how the way things are going, that's what we've lost. We've lost fair play, and that's what many people are very, very sad about our country. Right. Really sad. And there's an old saying, and a lot of um, people of age like myself, you see one another and somebody will go, yeah, well, I told you, country's going to hell in a handbasket mm-hmm. awfully fast. Yeah, When do you think
0: that switch, do you think that, which
1: era? Is that like the Clinton era, the Carter era, the... Clinton. Clinton? Clintons. When the Clintons, plural, were in office, there was a mantra going around. Dumb down America. Dumb down America. Three words. Mm -hmm. I had a, a granddaughter starting in school and they thought they were going to do that to her, well we got that taken care of. Some of her daily things were all red check marked by a teacher and they were not wrong. They were all correct.
0: All right. So they were trying to make her feel dumb or
1: and 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 I think they did it. I, I think they accomplished a lot of it with a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. I think they really did. But that was a mantra and a lot of people heard and know about that mantra dumb down america and that was in the clinton era and that
0: was when they were leading the country yeah what do you think the motive is for that control control mm-hmm. clinton the clinton i mean hillary for sure is an alinskyite so mm-hmm. um that was somebody
1: was just saying they th- <laughs> they thought that she probably might get out there and run again for president oh good
0: lord Mm-hmm. And I'm going to sound like just an ageist when I say this, but at what I mean, at some point, she's going to be almost eighty, right? Yeah,
1: uh, I think so. I, I don't know. Well, look I at got, our speaker
0: of the house. Yeah, that's um, and that t-
1: one can say any words. She can call anybody any names, which she has done to um, uh, President Trump, being one. But there are other people that she will also do it to, mm-hmm. she'll call them despicable words and get away with it on national TV. She doesn't care. She just says whatever. And then and well,
0: then giggles when go. she's showing you and a freezer then, uh, full uh, of ice cream. Uh, I'm yeah.
1: smiling about it because, you yeah. know, how did she ever get back into being Speaker of the House? How did those young people, were enough of them dumbed down that they voted her back in?
0: I, they either dumbed them down enough yeah. or... <laughs> that I. I honestly, you know, if you took money out of politics, because all these people that have been, she's been in the Senate for thirty years, and they've they've accumulated all these back. You know, oh, hey, yeah. oh, you yeah. can't tell me that Pfizer and well, aren't campaigning or giving her money oh. directly, quote unquote. Well, of course, in order to so so, you know, and it's it's not that money always wins. Like in Trump's case, he. Won over Hillary, even though she outspent him. But in a lot of cases, that is true. And
1: money is power. Money is power. Once you've got that power, that that's that's that is the biggest aphrodisiac to most people there is on earth. Mm -hmm. They've got a lot of money, but now I have power.
0: So, what comes first, the
1: money or the power? They they need the money. They, they need to accumulate. Um, like I told him, I, I'm, I, I'm really bad on names, and I just seen him on TV. The Was it yesterday? And I seen him the week before. He, he was not going to go through with buying... Um, oh, Elon Musk. Musk, Ooh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, ha, ha, ha. I'm not going to purchase... What was it? Google? Twi- Twitter. Twi- Twitter. Yeah. Sorry. There's Instagram, Twitter. There's so many. Yeah. Twitter. That's right. Twitter. Little yellow bird. Um, oh, I, I'm not going to do that now. <laughs> so, I, what? He has enough money and enough power now that oh, that uh, he can hire
0: his lawyers. Who, who do and, you? And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think part of that was uh, like a, a I'm going to call you out on your bullshit kind of well, situation. But yeah, well, I don't yeah. know why I.
1: Yeah, i have I'm not. I've uh, not been able to hear what um, you know. Some things I don't like to say too much because I've I've not heard it from A to Z so that I know exactly all the facts mm-hmm. and and I will not lie and I will not tell you a fact that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked in medical a long time and I, I never tell somebody something that I really don't know. I mean that, that's just it's not you know, really your place to do that no, if you don't have it. But a as lot of fact. people do do that. They do that nowadays like nothing. Mm-hmm. They they think nothing of. Putting out, you know, like campaign hey, promises. Did, you, really, did yeah. you people in the United States really think that birds could fly? Well, let me tell you, they really can't. I mean, that kind of stuff right. just just makes you want to sit down and laugh till you could cry because it is so it's, ludicrous. It's ridiculous. I, it's just yeah. Like it's obvious
0: banned. lies, and with the <laughs> age of technology, the way it is, it's like oh. I never said that. And then you pull up a video, and it's them saying there exactly that. But yep. then they then they brush it away, yeah. and they get away with it. Yeah, like everybody's been. Because oh, they, gas they,
1: prices are. Well, I Biden know, said going to raise force it. Behind them, they have this big time Democratic overstimulated power hungry. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Power hungry is right. I yeah. got the money now. I, see, I got the power. I got, I got back in being Speaker of the House. It was a wonderful Speaker of the House, I thought, was Paul Ryan from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yep. Yeah.
0: He was all right. I don't think he, I think part of the problem with Republicans is that we aren't as, I mean, the, 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 the liberals end up being on the liberal side because they're more aggressive and more willing to... Extremely
1: pushing. Yes. They push up. Um,
0: I have a theory about people. Have you ever... Um, you know who Stephen Covey is? Seven Habits of Highly Effective People?
1: I, I've heard that name. Okay, C- Covey, right? Covey, Covey. yep.
0: There's, so there's Dale Carnegie, who wrote the book yeah. How to uh, Win Friends and Influence people.
1: people.
0: Winning Friends and Influence. And then there's... The cubby who is all about um, highly af- being highly effective, change yourself as a person in order to get the things you want instead of greasing the palms or winning over people in order to get what you want. And I feel like there's two classes of people on this planet and it's the cubbies or the Carnegie's. You're either going to work for what you want and you're going to help out. Other people mm-hmm. to do so, and or you're going to take what you want and mm-hmm. do whatever you can to influence people to give give you whatever See, it is that, you're and, seeking. And
1: that's the part of it that's going on now in the United States.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, why do we have open borders when Canada above us closed them? So many countries close their borders. Mm-hmm. They said enough. So because no. that
0: makes us racist.
1: Uh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I am, I I just, um, I and a lot of other people I've talked to are so sick of that word, really. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's overworked, it's overdone, it's everything else. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I'm, I'm a white person, so actually I'm supposed to be a racist? Well, I think you're a racist to me, actually, if you, I mean, mm-hmm. where am I now in the scheme of things in this country? Really, where right. am if I? If you have
0: a negative opinion of me just because of the color of my skin, then that should make you a racist no matter what the color of your skin no is. No matter what. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. So, that. And they have a they, they, they try to throw up this term called reverse racism. Well, it's, there's nothing reverse about it. It's either racism or it's race. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: R- yeah. Reverse racism. How, how would you reverse that? And to begin with, right? That type of a word. I mean, that—that's that, yeah. a word that's just not. It, it, it's it's so out there, and it's to me, it's so overused. I mean, if you don't want racism, get off your butt, do something, work, do something, be decent to people, work, work at helping. Yeah, just, I mm-hmm. mean. But this idea of always, you know, well, you're either going to, I'm going to put my hand out and you're either going to put some money and some goods in it or whatever, or else I'm you're, you're going to be a racist because you won't help me. Well, who helped me? Right. Nobody helped me. Nobody gave me a dime. Nobody handed anything to me or my kids or family. Mm -hmm. It was called work. Mm -hmm. That's, that's how you got it. Right. You know? no two ways about it right I mean it just doesn't but because I worked and got a little something now I'm a, I'm considered a racist because I won't give you something it doesn't work there right way.
0: and how does that have to what does that have to do with racism that has more to do with socialism than anything right so I, yeah but right. that's but that's the they they've figured out the three triggers that they race gender and sexual orientation and they have been ham- hammering that oh. into us hammering and hammering and hammering you know you have the transgender bathroom issue you have the women's right issue you have they are fueling these fires in order for us justice to to, because not only are we separated democrat versus republican but now within these factions you're you know if you can't find something to to um to make that person feel um what is the word i'm looking for Distance. distant from everybody. Uh, right, right. Then, yeah. then, then they'll they'll come up with something. Yeah. They'll
1: come up with something. How on earth? What I've been wondering: How on earth did it happen that the Supreme Court came up to take on that Roe versus Wade in the first place? Where Where did that even all of us All of a sudden, there was nothing being said about it. Mm-hmm. it. It was not a problem. Right. It was. It was. You know, um, this is a this is a thing within a person. This is not my neighbor's business. Mm-hmm. This is not my government's business. And all of a sudden, how? It's out in the Supreme Court, and they're overturned Rovers' way, and everybody's still spinning their heads over it. Mm-hmm. Believe me, they are. They're spinning their heads over this. Where did this happen?
0: I honestly don't know when it... Like, I only knew that it was... They somebody had leaked a memo, which you know that's BS, um, accidentally. Nothing like that happens accidentally. Yeah.
1: Please. Right. But um, the people that are on the Supreme Court right now, um, I don't know. Some of us got to thinking, they must have had some awfully good offers to take this on. What, I, it, just, it doesn't make sense when you look at this man and this woman and this man and this woman on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. How did that even come out? I'm not sure. I know that there's still discuss
0: there's still people that don't agree with it. You know, especially the um Christians because they feel like that is, you know, it's it's all how you devi- you define life. Right. Well, and right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I personally don't think abortion should be used for birth control. I think if you oh, don't want to no. have a baby, you know, but there's circumstances where it is necessary. Um but yeah, they. I, well, I
1: think if your father rapes you, or somebody else comes along right. and rapes and beats you, bloody murder, and everything else, and you you think you you should have or want to raise a child of that, mm-hmm. right. I, I I don't think so. Right, those are the two things to me that are are just. Yeah, you but, know, but you know your, that... Not only your father, but your brother or somebody. Or whoever, right? Yeah, yeah. somebody. I mean, um, this but just you
0: But you know that right away, you know, like, within the first trimester, you get pre- you know, you should be able to, um, you know, not wait until the seventh month to decide that you're not going to... Well,
1: that that is, a, um, that is a bone of contention with a lot of people. Um, you, uh, you know, it's... The big thing is, okay... When is that little seed actually a person? Mm-hmm. A child, a person. Okay, we can debate that, which we won't do. But once once that has formed, the heart's beating and you're along already like 6 months like you said, 7 months, 8 months and you know, I I've I've read things about where they a woman goes into labor, takes that baby out and she doesn't want it, so they're considering it an abortion and killing it at, at birth. Mm-hmm. So I mean that kind of stuff. Oh, that kind of yeah. stuff. I I and that and I think that people got wind
0: them. of that stuff happening, and right. that's why the argument yeah. got more intense. I
1: think so. That so. that brought mm-hmm. so much of brought so much of this this out. Um, but it's just um, well you. Um, You've heard of Woodstock, right? Yes. Okay. I'm
0: not that young. What? <laughs> I said, I'm not that young. <laughs>
1: I know. But I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Woodstock really started a whole movement in this country about that type of thing. Love is free and whatever happens with it is free and people blah, 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 and all this and that. And that, that changed so much the demeanor of the country. In this day and age, there's no reason for any woman, I don't care what her color is, to go along and to keep having a child and a child and a child and a child. And she can't take care of them, so she ends up on welfare. There's no fathers around. She probably doesn't even know who the father is. Maybe it's the same person. Maybe there's four different fathers. And nobody's there for those children. But you get money from other people that are working, that are taking care of their children, but you want them also to pay for this. Well, in this day and age, that is so absolutely out of the ream, ream of a of a person with half a brain. Mm-hmm. If you can afford kind, to have children, don't have There's all kinds of to, things mm-hmm. at the drugstore. There's all kinds of things, places. If, if you cannot... A lot of us, uh, the motto has gotten to being if you cannot support and take care of and be responsible for a child, you do not have it. That, I mean, that uh, just don't make them. I mean, why? Right? W- would you sit there? The choices in and-
0: not making the kid in the first place, not getting rid of it once you do.
1: Right. That that's the whole problem. I mm-hmm. mean, where are your brains? That's what I said. Mm-hmm. They dumbed down America. You know, when I when I was in school. I Talking back, high school, um, uh, there were people got pregnant. There were things happening, just not on the scale nowadays. I mean, with the people we have, mm-hmm. but it it just was okay. You know, now it's like, I mean, right. it's it's gotten so overwhelming with this type of atmosphere in this country that it's just hard to even. Um. It's it's just it, it's it's. It's so hard and so overwhelming for somebody of my age to even comprehend what they're doing. Mm -hmm. It's like, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? Mm -hmm. You just had a fourth child out of wedlock on somebody else's dime, and you want more, and your hand's out for more, Mm -hmm. and it's welfare. Don't give me this Medicaid stuff, because most of us don't believe in the word Medicaid. It's welfare. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? And why are you doing it? Were you that dumbed down? Right. Because that's in the last, you know, premise of so many years only. Of right. what's happened big time. Right. And it's so sad. You see these kids, um, little ones. Um, I go to this one park because I happen to love it. And I like to go bring my book and something to eat and drink and things. And... Um, People will come up, women will come up, and they'll have three, four kids trailing behind them, and the last two are on diapers. And, oh, I don't know, go fall off the highest chute, I guess, or something. They sit there with the phones. All they are ever on is on their mini computers. I mean, they're that important to them. These children are not that important. You can see it and feel it. And these little ones are sitting down there sometimes in the dirt and crying and. They're way over here Texan. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. to me, that—that that is, it's just so, I guess I'll just use the word wrong. Yeah. Because I'm so responsible for children. And most people like me are. Yeah. We're so responsible for bringing that children up seeing to it that it has the best education, all the, you know, mm-hmm. what it needs. And then you, you, watch Work ethic this, and, mm-hmm. you watch this kind of stuff. And these children are, they're not going anywhere. What are they going to be like at 15 and 20? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, they're not learning anything. They're not, they're not taken care of. They're not, you know, I, I, to me that's, you have to stop, the government has to stop this. It's, it's got to stop this handout to people. It's got to either start, okay, you have one child, we'll help you. Get a job, go to school, do something so you can take care of that child. But after two, three, and four children come along, you're on your own. You're on your own. Then you can sit and cry about it. Mm-hmm. You did it. Nobody else did it. You did it. But the government has to stop giving. You know, I mean, they're 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 so into this thing of uh, not that they're right exactly because they're not, but I don't know. Do you want the votes that bad? <laughs> Some of them do. Yeah. I do. They, I think they do. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of them do. They, are, the they are. They are paying
0: it. for the votes. Bo- yeah. I mean, there yeah. are ways that you can. You know, hey, if you uh, if we were going to put money towards birth control, I'd rather see us. Uh, you know, if you can't afford to have a, a kid and you don't want to get pregnant, here's, what do we have now, IUDs or, or whatever. Lots of, we got
1: lots of things. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: lots of things that you can you can.
1: The man use. can also use birth controls, and I think they keep forgetting that.
0: Yeah. I don't think they take the responsibility that they not should. At all. Yeah.
1: That's what that's what one of the big problems is yeah. too. <laughs> Men yeah. think you
0: know, Oh hey, woo wee Yeah, they get their rocks <laughs> off and then it's yeah. So. they're gone. <laughs> right. No, and that's that's a huge generalization, just like we were talking about earlier. There are some decent guys out there, but um, they it seems like the in, in the cases where uh, welfare is prevalent in the family and everything else is mm-hmm. because the the dad's not taking responsibility right, so speaking of responsibility, you and I have talked about this in the past, so I already know what your answer is but politically um, you think you, you believe that the Clintons were the 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 pivot point where things started to go south for our country I,
1: I think they were Very much so a big push in this Mm -hmm. nation. And then what
0: generation do you feel dropped the ball and led us to where we are now,
1: if any? Well, I hate to say mine, but some of them were. Mm -hmm. You know, they're kind of between me and you. Yeah. I mean, that that kind of was the problem. Um, You know, my kids are a little older than you are. And you know so many of them got so educated I mean they don't just sit with their their their, their first degree mm-hmm. they've already got masters you know they you know did a lot of this, so I think uh, a lot of it was um uh, it wasn't my generation i'd I'd say probably the one down from me um it was um just not the, looked at
0: the gen xers i'm my generation i think as the or gen what are 60 year olds so yeah so that gen x ish or older what i don't you're baby boomer no
1: no i'm I, I, i'm too old for baby so baby the, boomers are are the ones that are are what now are the 60s mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, yeah see that's one down from me yeah that that's where it went so many of them went down and And, you know, like I said, I I mean, they they did good, um, uh, um, what's the word I want? They did good in schooling and going on. And so they kind of, I think, got lapsed about what was really happening around them. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that's the way it is. The dumbing down again. Yeah, I mean...
0: Because how old were in the eighties these kids would have been, or th- now they would have been what in the twenties? Th- yeah, P- voting and making decisions and yeah. being mm-hmm. responsible. Getting and, started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think, in my opinion, partially, it's uh, Gen X as well. Um, when we we lost interest and contr- we lost interest in and control of our future generations when we started plastering our faces in on those cell phones that they were giving us. Right. and In those mini computers. In the mini computers. The that computer with a phone app. Make,
1: mm-hmm. You could call. You could take a picture. You could do a lot of things. But so many people have so many things that they put in there that they don't even know where their information is. Mm-hmm. They really, right. you know, somebody said to me one day, "Would well, you know what cloud is? And I said, yeah, I know what cloud is. Do you have a lot up there in cloud? Well, yeah, that's so where I put my stuff. I said, well, maybe you should take it out of there. <laughs> right. That's with Google. Yep. Cloud and is. I have,
0: I mean, my business, we I have a Google account, and I use, you know, all of my departments. I'll have a Google, you know, it's a way to organize things, but right. you, when you set this stuff up, you read the privacy, and you, <laughs> you know that you're. They're like, oh, well, you can uncheck this box so that we don't send you personalized ads, but that doesn't say that they're not looking at my information. That's right. And you can tell, and and social media too. They've gotten to the point where all these algorithms and everything are, you know, shutting people down, and, and right. you know that's where the free yes. speech thing is
1: that's right. going
0: away, and. Um, Yep. I think that in...
1: And why does somebody have the right to do that?
0: Because they, they don't. I mean, that's what the battle I know, is. They
1: don't, but why, do, but why are they getting away with doing those type of things? Because
0: we're not fighting it.
1: Right.
0: Because the people that think that everybody should just, you know, sit down and shut up and say the right things every single time have control right now.
1: I've had somebody say, "I have somebody that calls me Ma," and this person will go, "Well, Ma, it is the way it is, you know." So I just look at them and say, "Yeah, well, maybe you probably had a big hand in that. Did you ever think about that? So how are you going to make it right?"
0: Right. Exactly. Are you going to
1: make? You're not. I. I'm really. I. I this country will never be holy decent again it it won't yeah, I, I think so I, no it's
0: too tarnished at this point
1: it the silver has tarnished so bad that it won't it just there's no way it can because and a lot of it is too um, how many millions have come over the border since? Biden got an office, three, over three, three years. Three
0: and, some, and a half or something like that. Going it's towards like, mm-hmm, four.
1: Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how many years before it took to have that many people coming in? But they're coming from countries all over the world. Mm-hmm. And all they want is our goodies. Right. That's all they
0: want. Well, and freedom. I mean, we are still pretty, I mean, if I lived in a communist country or whatever, yeah. I'd, but the thing is, you know, back when... Uh, my grandparents or great grandparents came over from Germany and in Norway, you know, wherever they yeah, came. Mine were German. They get, yeah, they 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 got off the boat, they got in, and they started working. There was no government there to hand them a check. And I have um, my co-host Mike. You know, we have conversations about how um, you know slaves didn't get their their um, forty acres and a mule, so they got kind of got the. The the raw end of the deal. Because, I mean, yeah, some people did right. get handed that stuff. And if you were... If a lot fr- of
1: white people got raw hand of the deal years ago when they came here, too. They they don't want to think about that. They don't want to acknowledge that. They don't want to... A lot, lot, lot of lot of Caucasian people, I'm not going to say white, Caucasian people came from countries in Europe, and things did not work out. And what happened to them? I mean, they had to deal with that. hmm do they understand that? I mean, wh- wh- who do they think that farmed they, all these lands and did all this stuff and did everything? So, I,
0: according you know. to our history books, it was the slaves.
1: Oh yeah, sure. I'm sorry. I just I, I i i just get so um sad that people would keep going back to that. Right. It it's. It's sad, it's a sad segment of our society, and I'd like some of these people that keep putting that out there, OK, uh, let's, let's give some voice to the Asian people that the government put in internment camps. All the Asian people in the United States in these certain camps locked them up in there for over four years. Mm-hmm. When what, that what?
0: was how long ago was that in the: no,
1: um, That was um, right
0: after the uh, Second World War right.
1: Yeah, it was... Like 40... Okay, that was 40-some. Yes, that's when it was. Mm-hmm. After. During and after. Yes. So did you ever stop and think about that? About those poor people? Right. Nothing. They were just rounded up and put in these camps like, you know, like the, the Jewish people were in Hitler's mm-hmm. camps.
0: What are the chances of that happening in this country again? Very high. And who do you think will be put in the camps?
1: Well... I've really thought about that but I I haven't come to that conclusion yet as to who's who really is going to. Who, who who would they who would they start taking to I don't know, old and infirm people because you don't deserve a new hip anymore and you don't have this and you don't have that, so we're just gonna put you away somewhere. I, f- I
0: feel like and this is a, a conspiracy theory of course, but I felt it was very weird that the uh covid targeted the elderly mostly at the beginning Mm -hmm. and so i i almost feel and we know it was manufactured yes i i feel like that was something that was created to help weed out the burden of the um older population there you go Mm
1: -hmm. um and how much of that was true and how much of that was untrue.
0: Well, now the show is probably going to get pulled down, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, it just, <laughs> yeah.
1: you know, it's just, oh, this, this, this person got it so bad, and, and we quickly put them on a ventilator. Why? Did they need to go on a ventilator? Mm-hmm. How many of those people that went on ventilators really needed to go on vent? You go on a ventilator, it's, it's for a very specific reason. And a lot of these people did not have very specific reasons that should be put on a right. ventilator,
0: and it could have made them worse in some cases.
1: Oh, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how how much? When I go in the hospital with an asthma attack, what am I giving? How much am I given? What can if 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 they overdo what they're giving and they overdose? Pfft, I'm gone, literally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can literally get too too much. It, it, of a dosage of steroids mm-hmm. it, it, you know even even if you have something a doctor says okay I'm going to put you on steroids for this type of uh, thing you have on your body mm-hmm. this rash and they give you 60 milligrams to take a day holy man if you took 60 milligrams every day for a week you'd, you wouldn't you'd be you'd here be, you'd be done yeah, yeah you'd be done so crazy you know that kind of Okay. Yeah. Coffee?
0: <laughs> so yes, we are here. Um, part of the seventy percent podcast. We have a little side sh- show. We Mike uh, is sick this week, so I have a good friend of mine going by the name of Lee that is um, <laughs>
1: It is my name. Yes. This is the
0: first time I ever heard that. So. Oh maybe I am. Maybe I you told me and I forgot, but yes. I don't so. know. Um Yeah, and so we're just talking about, um, just having a casual conversation about government, politics, life as we know it today, life how it used to be, and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you ever read the book 1984 by George Orwell?
1: I don't think I read that all the way through. I had it, somebody had given it to me. Um, I started it and they took it back. So I'll have to get one and really read it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you asked me that. Yeah, I might have. I've oh. sent
0: several copies to people. Um, yeah, I. It's it, it's very um, antiquated, but if you put it into today's concepts of realm the of realm of technology that yeah. we have now, right. then we're talking about Google TVs at Walmart right now. You know, I mean, and and that's and that's the method of. Control our privacy is gone. We have oh. zero privacy, uh, and we have a lot of intimidated people that are afraid to um, stand up or or speak up. Or and that's kind of that is the premise of the show. Mike and I both believe that there are about fifteen percent on the right and fifteen percent on the left that are on the extreme side, or maybe ten and ten, and then ten percent of people that just don't even care. Um, there are about 70% of us that if we could just get together and, and realize that we're all in this together, that we could right. stand up as the silent majority and make a difference.
1: We could. But somehow we have to get people out there that can do something about um, some of the things that have come about in this country. That's that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like to me, this open border thing. Good, good grief. I mean, these people come in the country with TB and everything, and they said the drug traffic is absolutely Mm -hmm. amazing coming. And it's mostly men coming, and from these other countries. And, you know, it's like everybody else wants to control us. And I felt so sorry for right away that what Russia did with Ukraine. But every time I... Watch the news and was looking, and um, there are one or two people that I do kind of listen to on TV um, uh, that kind of give out um, something that it's okay with me. But the thing is where Russia and Ukraine are, but Ukraine was demanding that United States should send them these planes so they could go and over and you know use them against the Russians. But there are planes. So you know what's going to happen with that premise. So Russia has bombed. Here's a country, and Russia has bombed just over on this one curved side. Mm-hmm. Where are all these people going? Why are they not going to the middle of the country and to the other end of the country and staying there? Do they need to go to Poland and England and France and everywhere else across Europe? Right. If there's why, one, why why there one way to country? allow
0: somebody to conquer your country, it's to leave.
1: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's mostly, you know, the women and children. And they declared that uh, if, if you're a, a young man of 18 to 60, then you stay and fight. And I was thinking about that one day. I thought, well, why didn't they do it from 20 to 60? Leave the 18, 19-year-olds, go with the other parent and other siblings so that you had some young men and some young people. Do you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. But the way they went about this. But to demand so much of our country and to feel that, well, we we want that. You just give that to us. Mm-hmm. I, where did that ever come in? Money. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, it's just like, okay, this has happened. Um, yeah, we're going to help. And, man, we've been helping and the money has been flowing like water and, and all the equipment and all the things we're sending there and keep sending more and more and better and better and things. Just keep and keep printing money, printing money. No, and then I people mean, are like, why
0: is there inflation so high?
1: I mean, I <laughs> like, okay. how many trillion are we up in debt now? Is uh, it close to 30? It's
0: over 30 now.
1: It's over 30. Oh, yep. my God. I'm oh, pretty sure. I, I just, you know, people talk about Bush and the, the war. You know, mm-hmm. ran and wreck and everything. But when he he left office, we were only four and a half trillion in debt. Well, when the other two came in, being, and you know, those two for eight years, they ended up adding on $14.5 The Clintons trillion. No, not the Clintons. Oh. Um Biden and, and Oh yeah yeah. Recently. And in the last year of his um, reign, uh, he kept Obama kept saying that. Well, you know. We only added $4.5 trillion, and Bush, added, and Bush ran up 14 dollars and, and I thought, what the hell are you talking about on national TV? I mean, they're always putting something over on us.
0: Right, and, and it's they're, always, and they're, they're always, always one-upping each other. Right,
1: but they're always trying to make the younger people coming up believe something that's not true. And that's what's happening in their country. We're, we're, we're pushing young people to believe things that are not true and not there. They're mm-hmm. they're, they're false and they're so gullible they're doing it i yeah. mean they're like good great
0: according to the national this website that i have that has the debt clock on it oh
1: god yep
0: 30 Ugh. trillion dollars 30 trillion $30, 610 30 billion.
1: billion yep um <laughs> can you imagine
0: <laughs> and it says us debt held by foreign countries is 7 trillion of that so a quarter is that a quarter?
1: Yeah, that's a quarter. That'd be about a quarter. Yeah, I it it just um, it's, it's I just don't hold out a lot of promise. And I said something to someone the other day that maybe my way of thinking is now I've worked so damn hard for everything I have and educated my kids and did all good work at jobs and blah blah blah, and it it's like. Um, Maybe I'm happy I am as old as I am and won't be around that much longer, who knows. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I now have some great-grandkids and I've I I just feel so What are they going to do? Right. What are my grandkids going to do? My grandkids actually are doing, you know, pretty good. Um they're
0: going to end up taking on I mean eventually somebody's going to have to pay this debt, my right? My is or am so, I just not understanding how yeah, debt works?
1: so smart. She wasn't even 24 years old, and she's already got a master's. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so, well, you're going to be taking care of it, honey. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, it's just really, you know, it just makes you stop and think because um, sometimes I, I keep thinking, um, I, um, I'm German, and what's his name? He and I have something in common: our IQs. And I wish I had never learned what it was. So in eighth grade, I learned what my IQ was. Mm-hmm. So I'm, and like they said, it's true. I'm constantly curious. I'm constantly looking at things. I'm constantly asking. I'm constantly looking up. I'm constantly calling, trying to find out. Doing. I, 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 I wish my brain was, you know, was. More, There's.
0: You're. You're never gonna stop having a puzzle to put together. Never at never ever.
1: It's always going to be and they told me that. They said it can be a, a real burden to have that kind of a brain. It it just it, it's too bad and I learned it in 8th grade and I was like, "Oh, heaven help me." <laughs> so, where if, are you, heaven? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not ready for
0: that yet.
1: I mean I, right. I, I stop and think some days. I stop and th- say to myself, "Well, if you don't laugh, you'll cry and that doesn't help the thing, right?
0: <laughs> All right. So, if I became president of the United States and you were my consultant, what would be the first thing you would want me to do to make improvements?
1: Oh, just to make improvements, or towards to get to to get to you know, even uh, though the you first said thing we, you would, you would have to do the first thing I would want you to do is go on national TV and say, "Okay, okay now that I'm president." What we are going to do is we are going to work on a multitude of things. And we all know, most of us in the, this country know there is a multitude of things to work on. Mm-hmm. And that that's not being, probably not very helpful that we're saying multitude instead of saying, oh, we're going to, first thing, close the border. Second thing, get rid of welfare. Second, third thing, this. Fourth thing, that. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because we're so inundated now Right. the things to do that they'll have to be gone at very systematically, very calmly. And the people of the United States have to know that. That's mm-hmm. what they have to know, is we are going to take these things on very calmly, very systematically. Uh, there are so many things to work on. I can't really tell you just one big thing to actually just right. next month, once you're sworn into office, say... Okay, uh, I declare the border closed. Well, maybe a lot of people would really like that as the first thing, um, and maybe that—I sh- don't be. think
0: that's a bad idea because if you can't slow that down, no. how do you—you—you you, you right. can't? It's like it's like bailing out a boat by, right. before you plug up the hole.
1: That's right, and you can't.
0: Y- you will. You can't. You will just die trying. That is treading one of the
1: very, very high things that are priority right now. Mm-hmm. Somehow, that has got to happen. Yeah. Somehow that's just just got to stop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And because most of these people, they're not coming here for asylum. And you have people like the, you know, hate to name, but Catholic Church is big on asylum for people and offering, you know, different things mm-hmm. and doing. But that's got to stop too. I mean, they, they they don't, people that keep coming here have got to realize, well, they're not just going to be giving all this help immediately right away mm-hmm. because we can't do that. Right. There's too many coming and too many people, and it just, that, that has to stop. I, I would say it would be one of the big um, top priorities right away. Yeah. We would, okay. we would have to do that.
0: Okay. Well, when I become president of the United States of America, Go I ahead. would love to have you on my team.
1: Okay, all if right. I'm still here.
0: Twenty twenty four. This is no. going
1: to take a while.
0: <laughs> yeah, very, very yeah. much so. No, I don't think I have the money to become president of the United States. But if you had the have,
1: backing, you would.
0: I have. I mean, I just. I. Just, yeah, the first thing you need to any, do is. But
1: but Amy, anybody can run for any office in this country. Mm-hmm. That's the way it always was, and I have a feeling that might kind of stay that way mm-hmm. but when you go out there and you declare something have at least three people behind you three good people behind you really good people behind you and not only good people behind you with money but just very good people say now this is so-and-so who who's a congressperson this so-and-so is a, a head of a medical thing this person mm-hmm. is uh, um into our uh, society and our realm of all across our country, of um, retail things, things that people can put in their heads. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get the money, that you know you you can get the money afterwards, but you have to have the people there right away. When when you declare for office, you better have somebody behind you. You know, right. really really behind you, Mm -hmm. standing there and not moving. You know, not like trying to hide from the camera. Yeah, Uh, You know, somebody that's like, oh, yeah, well, okay, I think she's okay, but maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like
0: like Trump, his kids are like 100% behind him. Yeah. They don't waver whatsoever. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah. The second thing I would do, because it will be impossible to get term limits and to get rid of all the old... Um, the uh, the the career politicians. So the second thing I would do is um, audit the books, and anybody that has misappropriated any of their funds will no longer be eligible for reelection.
1: Well, how do you think they got their 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 walls and their McMansions?
0: <laughs> McMansions.
1: <laughs> yeah. How do you think they got those?
0: Exactly. Not not on their dime. Not, not, not on hundred and ninety two thousand dollars a year.
1: And how do you think that um ex President Obama got a house right in DC that was over eight million dollars? He didn't right. have that kind of money.
0: Oh, but he you know that book. <laughs> Yeah, Um, I know. He's the only
1: president that
0: didn't leave the city.
1: Well, there was always, and they should have done something about this many years ago. There was always an unwritten rule. Oh, I see fish. An unwritten rule, and they should have made it a written rule, that when the new president came to town, the old one left as fast as he could. Mm -hmm. So that's how Obama got to stay, because it was never made a written rule. Right. It was an unwritten and every president before him left town so fast they left a swirl of dust behind them they left so fast. But not this guy. No. Nope. What's he doing going around the world? He wants to be he wants to be the president of the world order. Good luck to him.
0: I think I think presidency in the United States was just a bullet point on his resume to be honest. Was what? A bullet point on his resume.
1: Most definitely. Mm-hmm. He was groomed. He was. he was grown from a child on to, you know, what what are you going to do and what, you know. Right. But um too many suspicious things. That's just things. the whole uh, that's just the whole box of ball of wax that just floats along so nicely, mm-hmm. you know, he is you know, nobody questions it and, you know, no.
0: too many people think, well, it's the government. They're just taking care of us. They'll, they'll it'll be fine. They're that's what they're there for to take care of us. No, I think the government has Definitely, and uh, uh, in the Clinton era, especially, it's become about the government and oh, yeah. about the, yeah. you know, um, you know. Once they they like Clinton was very, you know, the the haves and have nots. So now that she's one of oh, the haves, she's never given that up.
1: That, most definitely. Yeah. So, that's and just so
0: the audience knows, that's listening. Um, we are sitting in front of a pond that has fish in it. Yeah, she is not hallucinating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not hallucinating. You're like I see fish. I actually see real fish. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we're sitting out in a beautiful Green Bay, Wisconsin, and um, weather is perfect, 75 degrees. Uh, we're going to wrap this up because we've been talking for quite some time, but we really super appreciate. You coming by and talking with us and your experiences and just being my friend overall. I really t- truly 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 appreciate um, just having you know you're you're one of my favorite mentors and oh people of wisdom wow. that I seek guidance. I mean that, from.
1: that's quite an accolade. I mean wow! I just assumed you were a good girl. <laughs> 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 well, I still am, <laughs> and then being a being a good person, I am. You liked me, yeah. So, I yes. mean, that's, well, that's how it went, <laughs> and
0: you know me too. Like I'm also, yes. I'm, I'm very, uh, yes. I enjoy conver- intelligent conversation much more so than just sitting around and talking. I, about I know what we're I really say
1: this, but it's it's gotten to the point because of how things are going in this country. Uh, it's it's just gotten to the point when stupid things come out of people's mouths. I just oh, shiver. Yeah. I, it just, I mean. It is. Walk away. <laughs> I just, you know, if you don't have anything kind of good to say, forget right. it.
0: <laughs> right. You know. Exactly. I mean, it's just,
1: it's so. Um, it's Bastion. just like Paul Ryan. I mean, I really liked him. Um, he came to um, help out Ripple, who was running for Congress. And um, that, and he came to Green Bay Country Club. Mm-hmm. So I told my husband, I said, "Well, I'm going because I want to." And this was when he was Speaker of the House. And I said, "I want to see him get a picture, Speaker of the House, and me." Hey. So anyhow, um, yeah, I did that. So it was a hundred dollars because that was going towards his campaign, and. My husband was always so cheap, and I said, "Well, you're either going to go or you're not going to go because I'm sending the check in." Oh well, I guess I'll go. <laughs> Jeez, right? So we went, and I. Um, <clears throat> they said there was a photographer there, and, and they would do pictures. And I said, "Okay," and gave him, you know, name and address and who I was and everything. And I really wanted that. He um, <clears throat> is a a tall man. He's a very slim man. Oh, very slim. I mean, his fingers are like... Piano player. Yeah, oh, you bet. It's long and bone and mm-hmm. just... Um, and, of course, he had a lot of people wanting to see him because, you know, Wisconsin, and he made uh, Speaker of the House. I mm-hmm. mean, you know. So I kind of waited and waited, and, you know, they, they put on a real nice um, uh, buffet and drinks and everything, and... um so I, I I watched and abided my time, and and um, and I thought, okay, here I go. And my husband says to me, well, where are you going? I says, I'm going to go to speak, as, speak with Speaker of the House. I said, that's what I came for. What do you think I, I – oh, well, I don't know. Do you think you should? He kept asking me, and I said, yes, I should. So there were only – he was there at this time, and a lot of people, I think, were going for the buffet. And there were four men there also with him, suits, <laughs> you know, suits, tie and – the money and you know, so I went up and I said um, hello Mr. Ryan gave him my name it's from here and I said happy to see you you're in the job that you're in keep up the good work hang in there I said I know you're because he had small children and he was really worried about that and that's really one of the big reasons he left you know he just wanted his children to be Because real.
0: people have gone off the rails, and he's oh, getting threats he and would. stuff all the time.
1: Yeah, right. And um, so these four men were well, standing there, and, you know, he shook my hand, and the photographer did come take the picture. And they were kind of like, and I thought, "Oh, are they getting antsy? So I turned around real fast, and I said, and now you four, I'm on you. I'm, I, thought, I, I thought the one guy was... His mouth dropped open <laughs> like holy crap, what's this woman what is she? <laughs> you know, and I said, Um you know, I'm I'm always smiling and you know, talk nice and um not a swear or anything and I said Yes, I said, We're we're on to you four now, uh because you're actually where the money is and the money flows out of. And oh they looked at me and I said, Um, you have big wallets, <clears throat> big checkbooks, and I said, "I'm asking you, please, to get out those checkbooks and to help, you know, with Mister Ripple and every you I, And I, I even said to him, "I said, you know, you're not just here to meet the Speaker of the House." I, mean, I got kind of a like, <clears throat> you know, like lady. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna hit you one, you know. So I just you know talked very nicely to them and I said that this is what we need and I'm I'm hoping you can help mm-hmm. with this and um thank you all so much and Mr. Ryan was never left he stood right by my side he listened to all this going on with these guys and he's chuckling away <laughs> like what a matter whatever i said and whatever <laughs> and these guys finally they're smiling and you know they knew i wasn't uh, you know, some kind of a weirdo. And he turned around and he said, well, Janice gave me his hand, shook hands again. He says, I want to thank you very much for coming. Nice. (laughs) So I just told him, I said, thank you very much. I said, and I hope you get the money. Yeah. (laughs) He didn't hire
0: you for his campaign.
1: (laughs) Well, (coughs) there is an anecdote to the story. People were kind of dispersing. And this man came up to me. And he was one of the four. No. (laughs) He was one of the four. And he said, I'm really happy to meet you. He said, "Um, would you be interested in a job in Washington, D.C.? Oh, by that time I almost, I thought I was going to fall to the floor. And I thought, no, you just stand upright. (laughs) And I said, wow, that's, that's really something pretty... Pretty huge, and he said, "Yes, he is." He says, "But he said, I really think you, you could squeeze money out of a turnip." (laughs) (laughs) Just about that, I I said, "Well, the only thing is," I said, "If I were divorced or widow or anything or whatever," I said, "You know," I said, "I would take you up on that." I said, "To me, that would be something I could probably get my teeth into and really do, and you know." So, I um, and I never did get a picture. That guy I think just took our money and I never did get a picture of me and Paul Ryan. Aw. <laughs> All right. But it up. was it, it it was a it was a great time and to me it was worth the money. Yeah. I mean it really was. I um uh, I liked Mr. Ripple. I liked how he was what he stood for, you know, different things. So um Are you talking you're talking about
0: Reed Ripple? Ribble? Rip No. Ribble. Ribble. Yeah. I'm sorry.
1: Did I, did I say Ripple? Yeah. I'm sorry. Ribble. Ribble, B, B as in boy. Yes. Okay. Yes. I Wanna told make you sure. names and I yeah. <laughs> are, are bad. That's um, all right. That's all right. Yeah, that was quite a while ago. But it, it was. It was a most entertaining day. And at our table um, uh, a fella had brought his young son to it. Paid for his young son. He says, I want him to listen to people, hear and see government. And mm-hmm. uh, the boy was 12 years old. Oh, smart as a whip. I really enjoyed him. Oh, he was, he was just right on this young kid. I mean, I, I really liked him at our table. He, he, I just enjoyed him immensely. like work. an
0: atypical 12-year-old. That, the what? An atypical
1: 12-year-old, or oh, not, yeah. 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 Yeah, he just was, um, and his dad <clears throat> was real happy, I think, that somebody took an interest because, you know, many times when you were at uh, things such as this, a lot of adults will will really shy away from kids. Mhm. And I just I've never done that. I mean, kids are the future of the country and this kid was sharp. Mhm. He was, he was he was such fun to talk to and be there and his dad I think was he had come up to me after before they left and thanked me for really he said that's what I want. He said I want him to hear people and to what's happening and and yep. on that note.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that note, thank you for listening to the 70% podcast. And thank you to our guest, Lee. Uh, hopefully we have you back at some point. And if you have any questions or comments, please go ahead and put them underneath. Uh, you know where to find them. Uh, like, subscribe, share, and comment. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye.